listening to Law and Gospel Open Mic Friday. I'm Pastor Tom Baker all by myself today. You may have a question, and that's what Open Mic Friday is all about. You can phone us, and if you're in St. Louis, the number is 821-0850. And anywhere in North America, normally one 800 7302727 and yesterday we were talking with Wes Reimnitz about the bachelorette now i've never seen the program didn't even know it was on because i hardly ever watch regular tv anymore unless there's a special sports thing like the uh, <laughs> finals for the St. Louis Blues hockey team but I uh, am watching really YouTube because there's no advertising on those areas. And boy, do they have a whole bunch of subjects. Uh, you can learn about how earthquakes occur, hurricanes, all kinds of weather things. They have a lot of information. And you got to be a little careful. But uh, normally it's kind of an interesting uh, YouTube experience. So the Bible and The Bachelorette has become a real interesting situation. The Bachelorette is about a woman who has a number of men to choose from in order to decide who she might marry. And what happened is that one of the men is a Christian, and he criticized the woman because she thought she could go to bed with other men in order to try and decide with whom she could be marrying. And she got really angry at this Christian and kicked him off the show and said something that everybody's heard about now. And she says, yes. I can go to bed with a man outside of marriage, but Jesus still loves me. That's what she said. And so there's been a lot of discussion. Does Jesus still continue to love someone who is sinning in unrepentance? Now, she doesn't think it's a sin, of course. And that's the problem with The Bachelorette and many other kind of programs like that where everybody's sleeping with everybody and they're not saying, oh, that's wrong. Uh, issues, etc. yesterday, you really need to hear this. It was uh, during their Thursday show where they had an individual on there who was talking about this new practice that a lot of people believe they need to live with someone before marriage uh, to make sure everything's going to be okay. And they simply have no understanding that a relationship outside of marriage is totally different than when you are married. It, it cannot be a test period type of thing. And, and so it's very interesting. If you get a chance, listen to that Issues Etc. Thursday. They had a very good speaker on, can't remember his name. But he made some really good points. And so we talked about that with uh, Wes Reimnitz yesterday. And one of the points made on issues, etc., I found real interesting. Todd had asked the speaker, well, why do you think so many pastors are being quiet about this? Now, I have found pastors in 
even the Missouri Synod, who are pro-life but will not speak out against abortion. And I've asked them, why are you doing that? And they said, well, we don't want to split the congregation. And to my mind, I remember Jesus. He said all kinds of things, even to his own disciples, and did not appear to be worried about splitting the discipleship because truth trumps false teaching. Remember he said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. He criticized two of the apostles who wanted uh, the Samaritans who wanted to invite Jesus into their home uh, town that can we bring fire down upon them? And Jesus criticized them. So as we get to the phone calls, and you can call me on any subject, doesn't have to be on the Bachelorette, eight two one zero eight fifty or one eight hundred seven three zero two seven two seven. Let's examine this idea that when I sin, does God, does Jesus still continue to love me? I don't know how many movies you've seen about sons or daughters getting in trouble with the law. Maybe they stole a car or maybe they stole stuff from a grocery store or a clothing store. Who is the one person that often is behind them, no matter what they did, and that's mother. Yeah, how many mothers say, I don't really care what my daughter or son did. I still am going to be there for them. That's really a kind of a good example of God in the sense that it doesn't really matter what you do. He still loves you. Now, see... It's clear from the Bachelorette that love is based not on an attitude of tolerance and kindness towards someone, but it's based on what you get out of it. And this woman who kicked off, she says she herself is a Christian, but obviously she is kind of ignorant of what Christianity teaches concerning God so loving the world and remove this man who said that he would really criticize her. She says, don't you judge me. And we've talked about this quite a bit. We are permitted to judge people as to whether or not they are sinning. Yeah, if you see somebody robbing robbing a bank, you can judge them as doing a crime. That's not against the Bible. What you can't do is go to the next step in judging and say, oh, that person definitely is going to hell. Yeah, we just don't know that. That's not our prerogative. It's a pretty good chance that someone who is unrepentant over their sin, regardless of what it is, will not be going to heaven. But who knows what their heart is saying, which God alone can read. I I can't do that even as a pastor. So it doesn't matter what sin you do. God still loves you. How do we understand that? Because he's not loving you on the basis of what he can get from you, namely your works. He's loving you because you are part of his creation. I mean, how many times have you had a a pet? My um, part of our family is, is gone for a bit here. 
and they have a pet cat. And guess who's watching the cat for two weeks? But this really is a good cat. I tell you, it's just really a friendly cat, and we've had had any any problem with it at all. But if it had come into the house and refused to use the area we set aside for it to go to the washroom and things like that, we would not be happy with this cat. Our love would go would be minimal because it's not acting properly. That's how human beings love, and, and so a lot of times. And you can listen to the songs about marriage uh, today. They're marrying people because they're getting from the other person that which they need. It's just kind of interesting to listen carefully. Uh, Rarely does someone marry someone where they can serve them and it's not possible to be served. Now, that happens in a family. Like, mother and father may have a child that may have some kind of disease, uh, they're unable to speak, uh, all, all kinds like this. And guess what? You hear that mother and father say, we think it was a great gift from God to give us such a child because it has given us the opportunity to love and it really shows how much God loves us. And you sit there and you wonder, boy, we were very fortunate, my wife and I. We had three children that didn't have any such problems. And I often think if I had had to spend a lot of time with a child who had such a problems, which I would have done, I would not have possibly been able to get the ministry done in the way that I have been doing it. Like uh, right now, I'm gone three or four days a week and on long trips, going to congregations, shut-ins, delinquents, this sort of thing. But if I had a child I had to take care of also, that'd be very difficult to do. So you just look at what God has given you in a family and you thank him because whatever the circumstances, he knows that he would only have given you such a child if you've been able to handle it. Love is something regardless of the works on the part of a child or on the part of an animal. How many people just love, really love their pets, even though the pet may, for example, not be very good in its behavior? Because they just enjoy having a pet around. All righty. Our numbers are in St. Louis, 8210850, and toll free 1 800 730 2727. And I think we're going to be going to one of our regular calls. Hi, Mike. You're on the air. Hello. Yes. Good. Uh, you know, you were talking about that girl in the Bachelorette where she said Jesus loves her even though she's sexually promiscuous. Or she don't say she's sexually promiscuous, but you know what I mean. Well, um, don't you think that's a lot in the book of Judges where uh, Samson thought that God didn't abandon him? And then the, the Philistines like were able to capture him and, and, you know, blind him and stuff? Yes. And what's that's your point? Was, well, that's what I'm thinking. She thinks that she thinks that that God loves her is on her side, but really God has abandoned her. She don't know it. 
until she gets in a situation that she can't get out of. Yeah, the the situation you're 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 saying it correctly in this. God loves her, but he certainly doesn't love her unrepentant sin. And therefore she is not getting the blessings that believers would be getting. Uh there's a lot of noise on your uh, phone right now, Mike. Oh, hold on. Does it, did it stop? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sitting in my car. Um, oh, okay. No, I, but what I what it really is is that really uh, it's like that thing in Thessalonians where it says God will God will give you a delusion of pleasure that you'll believe in a lie, but in the end you'll suffer for your sins. And I think that really applies to her. You know, she's she's being tricked to thinking that this stuff's you know not a sin or not serious. Well said. But in the, Huh? Well said, yes. Okay. Boy, you ought to call from your car more often. You're really smart. Yeah, I think I'll do that for now, and I won't, I'll leave my house on for If I even have to walk outside, I'll do it. Okay, Mike. Thanks so much for calling. All right, Goodbye. All righty. And we're just going to go down the line and talk to Steve. Hi, Steve. You're on the air. Oh, hi. Uh yeah, God loves all of us. We're all sinners, and God loves us all, right? That is correct. God, um, God's love doesn't fail because we are sinning. No. Remember, it's when we were sinning that Jesus died on the cross for us. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's what love truly is. Now, uh, I think that... the. I did happen to see uh, what everybody's talking about, uh-huh. and I think that, I do think that the, the female did have some guilt because I think that pride and guilt and anger go together. Yes. And when, when you have a little bit of guilt, your anger and your pride jump up and get in the way. Well how said. Fast, how fast she got angry to me means that there was some guilt there. Yes. And she didn't want to face it. Exactly. Every time we try to self-justify ourselves, it becomes clear that we recognize that what we're doing is a sin. And I hope we just pray for uh, her and the young man. Uh, his name was Luke, by the way. Pray yes. For them because they're getting, he's getting railed in the media, and it's got to be hard on him and his family. Well, uh, her name is Hannah, by the way. And, um, yes, Luke is called the enemy now of the program. And I can understand that because when the devil has a program and you are against what the devil is permitting, he's going to make you the enemy. But Jesus was also the enemy of the leaders in Judaism to the point where he got crucified. So if I was talking with Luke, I would say to him, you're in good company Plus, you have all the promises of Jesus to be with you at all times. Amen. All righty. Have a good weekend. Thank you so very much for calling. And anybody else may call. Uh, the numbers in St. Louis, 821-0850. Toll free, 1-800-730-2727. One of the reasons I was saying why pastors are not speaking out against this is, and this was from the Issues Etc. program yesterday, you really need to hear this, is that pastors are afraid it's going to divide their congregation. 
they speak out against teenagers who are living together. Then the then the parents get angry at the pastor for speaking against the lifestyle of their teenagers, and they leave the church. Well, if that's what is the problem, then this pastor really needs to perhaps find another vocation. All right, let's go back to the phone lines and talk with uh, Chris. You're on the air. <laughs> Hi, Pastor Tom. It's Chris Ann. Uh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Haven't heard um, from I'm, you for a while. I know, but I just, I love this topic because I'm a huge part of Bachelor Nation. I've been watching The Bachelorette and The Bachelor, like, for 20 years. And so I was really interested in this season. Um, I really liked Hannah and all that kind of stuff, and I've been struggling <laughs> trying to explain all of this to everybody. So I have a couple things to talk about if you're interested. Absolutely. And I'd like to Go that. ahead. Okay. So um, the thing about Hannah is she is Christian. She's the spiritual leader of her family. That's what she says all the time because I guess her family wasn't Christian before. I'm not really sure. Um, and the thing about that show is they edit so much out, so you don't really see what's going on behind the scenes. Yes. And I think she got very aggravated with Luke because he was so immature in the way that he um, was accusing her and, you know, communicating with her and that kind of stuff. I'm not sure if you watched the episode or you watched it. No, I've never seen, never, never seen it. And, yeah, uh, but what she kept saying was, you can't judge me. You know, I slept with someone and, you know, Jesus still loves me which is true, but she wasn't repentant at all. And what I have to say about that is she's on a show that is in the world. Like, so she left Alabama, and then she became The Bachelorette, became this huge megastar. And 95% of the producers and everybody on that show and Hollywood are all in the world. They don't understand the message. And there was a huge opportunity that was lost on the show to kind of explain what all of that meant in his perspective. So he came across as a really bad guy. But, you know, in the world, people date, they live together, and then they get married, and they live this wonderful life, supposedly. So it's very confusing how, you know, unless you're a Christian and you do things wrong, then then God's abandoning you or letting you suffer because you made mistakes. Or, and if you're not Christian, you can go and just live in bliss and do all these other things, and everyone lives happily ever after. So it's very confusing to everybody watching the television show and saying, well, why, if you're a Christian, you can't do this. But if you're not Christian, you, you know, all these people who are not Christian and maybe sometimes the opposite of that are super successful in life and they do have good experiences. And then you have all these other people who are Christian who try not to live by their experiences and know that, you know, you have to trust God's promises and it's not about your experience in life, but they still suffer from it greatly. So it's very confusing to people who are unbelievers and then people who are believers, because other people are successful sitting all day long every day, whereas other people don't sin at all, and they still suffer. Yeah, so I may I talk to really to Wes to about next Thursday. How do we respond to folks like this? We could take an hour on or a half hour on that that we have. And yeah. I, I think from what you're saying, that could be kind of helpful, right? Oh, no, 100%, because, like, what the person that just called before said, well, you know, if you're living in sin, but you don't really think you're living in sin, but you're a Christian and you are living in sin, then God will abandon you and you'll suffer. But if you're not a believer, you could just go sin all day because, you know, it's 
like not knowing things is bliss and you can just keep doing whatever you're doing. Then you lead the successful life. I mean, everybody on Instagram, all these people that watch Bachelor Nation, they live in the world and they have a different life. Yes. You know, they all well date, said. they sleep together on the third date, they all get engaged, they get married, they have children. And half, like, so many people in The Bachelor have gotten married from that show. And they did everything that is all full of sin. And they're, like, living it up in life. So it's hard to explain, you know, part of being a Christian sometimes is suffering. It's confusing. So it'd be really great to kind of walk through that. Okay, the we'll, we'll sure think about that. And I really appreciate okay. your call. God bless. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um... And we'll go right on to talk to Jane. Hi, Jane. You're on the air. Well, hello. Thank you for taking my call. I love KFUL. Well, thank you. Guess what? I do, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to turn off my Google so that I don't get that feedback. Okay. I know. I I know I, I am a Christian. Yes. And I know that there are some things we will not understand until the day that we reach heaven. And we will have all knowledge. Yes. But I, but I do have a question. Um, Go ahead. God created the heaven and the earth, and, and it was good. The Garden of Eden, and correct. I, and I'm... Where where did the devil come from? The devil came from when the angels he created, they rebelled against God. It's even mentioned in the Bible. Micah, uh, one of the, um, or Michael, one of the angels fought against the devil, Lucifer. Lucifer, or Satan, is the head of the evil angels. And so... When we're talking about the devil and demons, these are fallen angels that uh, will not be saved. It, it's it's hard to comprehend um, that whole plan from creation. And here, here again, I say, well, you know, I don't understand it. And so many times we think, well, God really isn't fair. You know, yeah. we think we think with our with our reason mind. Yes. Yes. Well, let me ask you and this we, question: Do you think God was fair when He put His Son on the cross to pay for your sin? Absolutely not. I know, and you have hit what I have said a lot about Christianity. Until you have faith, you do not realize how fair and loving God truly is. This is how much he loved you, Jane, that he was willing to put his own son on the cross to pay for your sin and my sin. From our point of view, that doesn't seem fair, but it was something that the Holy Trinity had decided before the creation of the world, and it really shows God's love is entirely different than our love, for God so loved the world. 
Yes, and it's impossible to comprehend. Yes, that's why we live by faith, not by sight. We live by faith, which means we believe what Jesus says and the Bible says about the Holy Trinity, and therefore God did this out of love for us, not because he was unfair, but because he so loved you that he was willing to have his only begotten son die for you and me. I guess what we really don't understand is the, um, um, the power of the devil. Well, actually, he has no power over us in the sense that when we turn to Jesus for help, he's always defeated in our lives. And yes, at times we fall into temptation, but when we repent of it through the power of the Holy Spirit, God totally forgives us and the devil is vanquished. I believe that. And I also believe that we need to use our voice to tell the devil to get away from us. Yeah. Because from my understanding, the devil cannot read our mind. That's probably correct. Only God can read minds. And uh, that's a really good point. I wish I could talk a little bit more to you because you've got some great insights. But we're at the end of our program right now. Uh, you can call back next Open Mic Friday if you would uh, prefer. I'm Tom Baker. On Monday, the Bible says you need to be rich toward God. What does that mean? We'll examine it on the Bible study on the next broadcast of Long Gospel this Monday. Until then, I'm Tom Baker. God bless. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.